welcome back to our review. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to tell you all about our all-inclusive trip to the Hard Rock Resort in Los Cabos, San Lucas, Mexico. So stay tuned. Welcome to Our View with your hosts, George and Lisa Hernandez. Each week, listen in as George and Lisa talk about their RV and travel adventures all around the world. George and Lisa travel in their 40-foot Class A Tiffin motor coach and tow their Jeep Wrangler, always looking for fun and adventure. Hi, welcome back to Our View. I'm Lisa Richard Hernandez. And I'm George Hernandez. We have a great show for you this week. We're so excited to talk to you about our international travel back on the airplane and out of the RV for a week. We spent down in beautiful Cabo. Um, it wasn't our first time to Cabo, but it was our first time to this Hard Rock Resort there. And um, we're going to tell you all about it today. Yes, it was super exciting. What a great resort. And we can't wait to tell you all about it. So let's get going. Yeah. So why don't we just get a start with um, our our flights. We, we went through United Airlines. Traveling with COVID uh, was interesting. Just as we were, I was, I was nervous a little bit about what we were going to have to do or anything like that. But to travel to Mexico currently, you do not have to provide a negative COVID test. We did go ahead and get tested before we left anyways, just to be on the safe side. So we didn't get stuck in Mexico. But we booked the United Airlines. Of course, you have to wear your masks. But we had first class service was amazing yes i was very happy with united we typically travel delta and other airlines united this was a very pleasant experience kudos to united the food on board was fantastic it was just a little snack pack but it was really actually awesome yeah we had drinks a snack pack and then on the way back we actually had warm sandwiches yes which we haven't seen that in an airplane in a long time. Yeah, for a while they weren't serving, I don't think, any food or drinks for COVID, like because of COVID. Well, they were definitely serving drinks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We never feel like we're quite yet on vacation until we get on an airplane and have a Bloody Mary. That's my go-to flying drink. Yes. Bloody Mary starts the vacation. Yes, that's right. So kudos to United for wonderful trip wonderful experience um service was fantastic yeah and uh i'll definitely fly united again yeah definitely so we should probably start by saying that george and i are members of the hard rock resorts and we bought a package that's basically kind of like prepaying for your vacations almost so we're what they call uh what's our status now? right now our status is hall of fame members um, we were VIP and we bumped up to hall of fame and then there's another one, uh, rock legend or something, another status above us, which is just ridiculous. The service, we were so pleased with our service for hall of fame members. And it's one of those things that when we first purchased the package, we were excited and then you go to bed and you like, what did we do? What are we doing? This is crazy. Yes, because basically it's like timeshare sales. <laughs> right. They but so suck you in. They sucked us in, but I, I'm pleasantly pleased with what we've, the service we've gotten so far, the way they treat us, our packages. Like Lisa said, we're basically just prepaying for our vacations and we're not stuck to one resort, which is what I like. 
It's not well, like... we have the option of all the different all-inclusive hard rock resorts. So there's one in um, Punta Cana, which we did uh, over Christmas last Several year. times, yeah. Yeah, and we've been there many times. That's where they sold us. That's where they got and us. And then they said, oh, we're opening Cabo this year. And that's how we ended up upgrading. Yes. And then there's one in Riviera Maya, I believe, and there's Cancun. There's one Cancun and... Uh, I always forget the name of the other one. So now they've also included the Unicos and one other resort that I can't I'm remember. I'm not sure. Name. I thought it was just the Unicos. They're building some new ones. That's what they told us this time anyway. So we'll we'll give you more details on that. The and they're branching year. out to uh, Jamaica also. So oh, they that have was it. Dominican Republic, Jamaica, and Mexico now. So that's the part that I like better than the old school um, timeshares where you were stuck to wherever you bought it. That was your one week in that place. You could try to sell it out, but typically never happened. With this package, we, for example, 10 weeks, and we can use all 10 weeks in one shot, or we can use 10 weeks, one week a year, and we can use it at any of those resorts that we spoke about so that that makes me feel a little better, and it like transfers to our children, and people could inherit it or whatever. So like, if anything ever happened, our kids would have vacations for a long time. <laughs> yes, so we we hope to hang out for a long time and be able to use those weeks and tell you all about them. Yes, exactly. Well, so that all that being said, understand that all the things that we're going to talk about are from our our legendary status not just the standard come in off the internet. Right, so we are Hall of Fame members. Oh, sorry. So to our listeners, if you would like to vacation at any of these places, please contact us and we can get you 30% off. 30% discount off a week, off the lowest internet uh, price. And with that package, if you book through us or using our membership number, you will be bumped up to VIP status. Right, which includes your airport transfers, which is and nice. And it, you get access to the VIP pools and that kind of thing. Yes, correct. So you, you get bumped up one level, which is really nice. So that being said, though, we had a private car that picked us up, which it was about an hour ride to the resort from the airport. Yeah, it's a nice ride. It's The resort is actually pretty far. Actually, all the resorts are pretty far from the airport. They're all about an hour. Um, Hard Rock, Hard Rock was pretty interesting because they, it looks like they purchased a huge piece of property. So when you come in the main gate, you're like, yes, we're here. And then you still have like another half hour drive <laughs> to know, get to not the a half hour. It's really like 15 minutes. It was yeah, long. It was you, long. You think you're there and then there's another gate and another gate. But it was a beautiful resort. It's brand new. And we were very, very pleased with everything we saw. So let's tell you all about Hard Rock. Yeah, so we arrived there and our flight got in later than expected. So it was about 11 o'clock at night probably. Yeah, by the time we got there, yes. Yes, so our butler met us and brought us to our presidential suite, which is beautiful. It's like a living room in the middle with a full bath. And then on either side is like another additional hotel room that's like, beautiful and big with their own private baths uh, we, we we traveled with another couple brian and bj had their room had two queens a bathroom their own private balcony and then our room had a king a tub and our and a private the, balcony and each balcony has a tub outside which was really cool 
Yeah. Well, it, it was kind of cool. I mean, yeah. If you go in your bathing suit. Note to Hard Rock, you may want to block the or maybe have some like a little bit. shades that you can yeah. pull across the thing because you wouldn't want to something. Like, it's a tub on the balcony, but you couldn't really go out there with no clothes on because everyone could see you unless you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. I don't know if they podcast. would kick you out or not. It's <laughs> a whole nother podcast, Lisa. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So we arrive at our beautiful room. He checks us in. We get our wristbands, which everything is operated by our wristband, which is awesome. So it's our room key. It's everything. We don't have to remember where our keys are or anything like that immediately brings us a bucket of champagne, ice, beer, a bottle of vodka, whatever we wanted for cocktails. Well, the our room includes a bottle of alcohol. So I contacted him and had the, the vodka delivered. I contacted him, had the bottle of champagne set up. And that's another wonderful service with Hall of Fame membership. You get a butler. They contact you a week before you get there and they ask you, what would you like? How can we set up the room? It's just, I, I cannot say how awesome the experience was because of the butler. He well, was, he just added to our service level so, so much. I mean, every, it was like, oh, if we want to change our dinner time, oh, you just text the butler and he takes care of all of that for you. It was really great. It was incredible. And I want to give him a shout out. Ricardo Larios Orozco. So if any of you ever go there and you have Hall of Fame status, please request them. He was incredible. He did above and beyond everything that we asked. So shout out to Larios. Thank you. Yep. So the check-in was awesome. We the first the first day we got there, we got to go to the pool. We went to the legendary pool and they had a cabana. Well, the next morning. The next morning. Yeah, the right, next so morning. So we texted Lario and we said we'd like a cabana, please. We have a, a so our package also includes a cabana for the week. So we just texted him and said, hey, can you set us up? And he texted back, yes, we got you a, a cabana plus two lounge chairs because the cabanas, you don't get much sun. So he just hooked everything up and you walk down there and there's this beautiful sign that says reserved for the Hernandez family. And it's just such great service. Yeah, it's awesome not to have to worry about waking up early to get your spot at the pool to be able to get a chair for the day or anything like that. Of course, they weren't at full occupancy, so there really wasn't a struggle for chairs that no, many places. Not at all. Um, the main pool, yes, because I was down there early one morning, and you could see the people waiting, the lounge vultures, I call them, <laughs> yeah. just hovering to see which one's open, and then they drop a towel, and they don't come back for three hours. We stayed at the... Uh, Legendary pool. The Hall of Fame pool. Hall of Fame, okay, yeah. That that was beautiful. And the swim out bars had just opened that day. Literally opened the day that we went in the pool because uh, we met a young man there, um, Romeo. And he said, yesterday all this was boarded up. They didn't have the swim up bars. And they told me that they were going to open them up. And here they are. And it was awesome just to swim up, sit by the bar in the pool with the ocean right next to you. It was incredible. Yeah, it's an infinity pool. So like when you're standing in the pool, you can like almost looks like it goes right into the ocean. And it was gorgeous. Yes. And even the service at the pool bar, I, I, I really can't say enough about how incredible the service was at the resort. Everywhere. Everywhere. Everybody was super friendly. Just whatever you needed, they got for you. 
just incredible. So let's talk a little bit about the restaurants. We didn't get to go to all the restaurants because, well, there was a hurricane one day, which there was literally a category one hurricane while we were there. It went right over us. And uh, I guess we didn't even know it was coming before we left. No, we had no clue because we didn't do our homework. And the day we landed, there was a 7.1 earthquake in Guadalajara, was it? Somewhere near Somewhere there. Somewhere near where we were. So we landed with a bang and then the hurricane hit us. Yeah. And I got to say, like, it, we learned later that it only rains like four days a year in Cabo. So I guess we were lucky that we got to be there one of the rainy days but um they had to take down all of the umbrellas and put everything away and i was amazed at how fast they the, the staff worked to put all that stuff away and then like they thought they were gonna have to cancel everything the next day and the next like they'd even close the spa because they thought it was gonna be way worse and the next morning we got a message and they're like hey the spa's open we were getting it back together like if you want to still come please come and we did and um, yeah, it, they just did a great job of putting things back together, and they had very, a serious system set up because they all the pools, pool lounge chairs were gone by four o'clock in the afternoon. Something they did everything they could to take everything away that would fly away in the wind, and then by noon the next day, it, we were back up and running. Yeah. I mean, again, kudos to the resort. You know, one sense that I got from the people that work at the resort, and I think this is kind of one of the things that makes Hard Rock special, and I noticed that in Punta Cana also, is it seems like they really take care of their employees. Like, if they couldn't drive home, they were putting them up, you know, have they're staying the night there. Um, the salespeople all say, you know, they take such good care of my family and all of this stuff, so seems like well, they take we, really we, good care of We met employees. one of the sales guys from Punta Cana on our vacation. He was in the cabana next to us. And he told us that his ball, he, they had this tray of seafood that was enough for 20 people. Yeah, it was and like shrimp. And he was telling us that his boss sent it to him as a thank you for, you know, for doing a wonderful job. And so they, they went to four different resorts, which is, I think, a great idea if you're selling them. Right, so you've experienced it firsthand, yeah. Right. For sure. So we were supposed to eat at the Zen Tapanaki restaurant the first night, but we got in too late, so we missed that. Then we were supposed to go to Los Gallos, which is the Mexican restaurant, but they had to move that from a different location because of the hurricane. So we did get that, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, because they did a buffet style. It was supposed to be... A sit down, sit down I'm, dinner, I'm but, sure, but it was still very, very good. They just they they thought everything through. It, it was my take on it. Instead of just closing Los Gallos and saying sorry, guys, no no meals, they just said, hey, we're not going to do it there, but come to. They moved it to the market. To the which market, the main building. Yeah, market restaurant in the main building, and we're going to serve you the same food. Unfortunately, it's buffet style. Yeah, um, but at least we got to experience it. Yes, definitely. And even the food at the pool was really good, like fresh ceviche and um, ahi tuna, a lot of good seafood. Well, and it's super fresh. I mean, it's, yeah, they're I'm, catching it every day. You know, we talked about the food overall in general, and that's, you know, we live in Charleston, South Carolina, which is like foodie capital of the country, probably. 
We have amazing restaurants here. So whenever we travel in general, we have low expectations of the food. We're like, eh, it'll be okay. You know, it is what it is. We're, neither one of us are super picky, but we are foodies and we love to go to good places. So we just kind of have our expectations set to a certain level at like an all-inclusive. And I think that probably the reason that Mexico has better food, I would say, than, for example, Port, um, Punta Cana, is because they have better sourcing. Like, right, they've absolutely. got the fresh fishermen coming in there, and I mean, it's more easily accessible than an island. Right. I was just going to say, it's not an island. It's it's a huge country, and they they have much better providers and and um, local, even local providers. Yeah, I mean the 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 food was really good. Every even the snacks. I mean, so, compared to Punta Cana, yes, I would say it was far better yeah. uh, and far better than a lot of resorts that we've been to yeah not including the hard rock or just punta cana just resorts in general i thought their food was very very good yeah and i think that says a lot coming from us so if you kind of put that in perspective we also went to chow the, the italian, italian restaurant. restaurant that was good we had pasta and i can't even remember what we ate that night but i know it was good it was all good. Yeah. Chow was good, Italian. Um, that night we may have drank a little too much, so. To remember it's exactly. It's a little bit of a blur, I'm, but it was I'm good. I'm pretty sure it was still good. <laughs> it was good because we said we would go back. Yeah, exactly. So we went to Chow. So as a incentive to come and listen to their spiel, uh, it was hurricane day, so kind of worked out perfect. We said we both the other couple that we were with and George and I, said we would um, go listen to the timeshare thing because they always want to try to sell you more stuff. And uh, I knew we were not going to buy any more things. So I was like, just practice saying no. But they gave us each $300 towards Nobu, which is right next door to the Hard Rock. And Nobu is like a high-end luxury resort also. I don't know if it's connected somehow to the Hard Rock, but... They gave us um, $600 in vouchers, which didn't cover our meal for four people. But we might have expensive taste in maybe wine and sake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we went all out. It was beautiful. and We sat outside and it was just this like fresh, fresh fish and, you know, like sushi. A, yeah, sushi, fresh tuna. I mean, that tuna was incredible. It's just amazing when you get that fresh, fresh fish, the difference in the taste and the i mean just all around is so much better like if you don't like fish and you're going to try fish that's the place to try fish is gabo where the fish is just so fresh and delicious yeah i mean it literally just comes right because you're the boat. not a big fish eater i mean you no really i'm don't not like and, I, and, and i chowed everything. down i chowed down yeah so yep. let me touch on one thing real quick you were talking about the mandatory timeshare that's the only drawback to this place but that's how they do their business it is a timeshare it is a vacation club however you want to look at it and they want to sell sell you so here's an insider tip don't tell hard rock that i told you this but before you go sit down think of an excursion think of something that you want to do and then when they start pressuring you you say i'll sit with you for 90 minutes if you give me this for free and they'll do it yeah we got um for new year when we went over christmas we got there was 
nine of us traveling and we got like all day ATV excursion that would have been about $300 a person yeah. for all nine of us just to go sit. Of course, they got our money. Uh, <laughs> they're going to get you one way or another, yeah. but at least try to get something out of it. Right. And, and, and if you stick to your guns and you say no, 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 no the whole time, if you're not interested at all, maybe you are interested. I, I'm very happy with what we've purchased. But just make sure you get something out of it. They're more than happy to, to give you something. If it, All they want is a chance. A chance. They just want to open that door. So yeah, open so it a little bit for l- them. Let me kind of explain to you about that, how that basically goes. Like they'll say, well, we're, we're going to meet you for breakfast. We'll buy you breakfast, which of course it's all inclusive. So there doesn't really make a difference if you meet them for breakfast or not. But then they're going to ask you, how do you like to travel? Who's in your family? What kind of things do you like to do? And they just sort of get to know you before they get to sell you. And then once you get in there, you'll have your first guy and he's going to be, I think the very first thing he offered us was like, for $250,000, you can have this. And we're like, are you crazy? Like, we're not doing that. So then it comes down to like, for $150,000, we could have this. And we're like, "Mm, yeah, no, we're not doing that. And so we just keep going down and going down. I think the very first time, maybe we spent like $2,000. I think it was $5,000. Maybe $5,000. It was $5,000 for five weeks. And if we purchased at the time, they would give us an additional five five weeks. So we ended up with 10 weeks for $5,000. And blah, blah, blah. And that just starts the ball rolling. And we were happy with that. And then the second time they got us with the, hey, we'll bump you up to Hall of Fame membership. And, you know, it, it, when they get to a realistic number, it's not bad. Yeah, um, you, you really. As, and, and here's what I say to all our friends who ask us about it. It's not bad if you're going to use it. If you're not going to use it, don't do it because you're prepaying something you're not going to use. Yeah, it's basically like, prepaying 40% instead of paying 100% you'd be paying about 40%. So it's about 60% off the list price basically of of the vacations right. generally so, speaking. For example, our our room if we would have booked it the way we had it set up directly online without having the membership would have been $27,000 for one week. For one week. For four people. Right. We got it because of our membership and our status. We got it for what? Six? Seven? No. It's like maybe seven or eight. Right. Maybe. Okay. $8,000, I think. For two bedrooms in a presidential suite, the service we got, incredible. And I didn't pay $27,000. Right. Yes. So that kind of, because everybody kind of wants to know, like, how much is it going to cost me? Um, the other thing they do is so after the first guy gives you the 100, the 150, and then brings it down, and you're like, no, no, no. Hold on a second. Let me go get my boss. So he goes and gets his boss, and then that guy starts, how about this? How about that? And then you keep asking for more stuff. Like George got, I think, 35 rounds of golf included, and we have like literally 100,000 probably resort credits that we can be used in the spa, which we'll talk about resort credits in a minute. Yep. And so anyways, we kept, we said no to the second guy. Then the big boss comes and that's when the real slashing starts. So don't say yes to anything. If you, even if you think that you may want to become a member or buy until you get to that last boss. 
Well, it's the third or fourth guy that makes it the <laughs> yes. real. He's he's the real decision guy. So don't fall for the first or second guys. Those are I call them salesmen they're the in training. Fluff, they're the fluffers. Salesmen so, in training. Yeah. So the guys. Well, I told the guy today. Like he pulled up our thing. Like we had we were just there and and just you know in January just bought this whole package. You know, like he's like, oh, you've got a hundred weeks, and. We're like, yeah, you know, we're not buying anymore. Well, we just want to tell you about the things that we have or whatever. So he does. And I was like, listen, I know you probably have other people that you want to sell. So I don't want to waste your time. I've been practicing saying no for like three days. We're not buying anymore. We just really upgraded. I said, so if you want to get your like your boss, two bosses up to just come over right now, we can just, you know, save everybody a whole bunch of time. He's like, oh, no, no. What do you mean? And then. So once we said no to this guy, sure enough, the guy like at the table next to us comes over and he's the manager and says, you know, how about this? And we're like, he goes, I'm sorry, I had to laugh. I heard you say about the next two bosses, but I really am the last one. <laughs> and then I think one more guy did come after that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I know what you're going to do to us. Like, give us your other two bosses, you know. But um, so those are your little tips for the timeshare. Um, yeah. And, and we've had fun experiences and we've had frustrating experiences and I, I, I not gonna lie there's been a couple of times where we're like listen dude we don't want anything just we're done I'm about to stand up and leave if you don't get through this spiel quick yeah um the guys this last trip were cracking up because you know I mean we like Lisa said we have a hundred weeks what else are they gonna sell us <laughs> <laughs> so even when the big boss came over and he pulled, looked at the computer and he was like yeah, okay, we're done here. Have a nice day. Thank I know. You. I mean, I'm like... So for us, I appreciate that. It, it was nice to hear what's coming. That was cool. I, I appreciate that. So for yeah. us, there was something useful out of it. And we got our $300 per couple gift certificate. That was very nice. But I think we spoke enough about that. It, it's just... In the end, it was either, worth it, the $600 to sit right. down for we're, probably two hours. We're very happy with our package. We're very happy with everything we've gotten for... So far so far and um if you're interested at all and you have any more questions please send us an email and we'll we'll be happy to answer your questions and keep that in mind if you want to go to any of these places and you want to book through us you will get an additional 30 percent and bumped up to vip status yep so did we finish talking about all the restaurants i don't even think we did we didn't make it to toro which was the steakhouse that was supposed to be really good and we did go to imbanima Yes, and Impanima used to be a Brazilian steakhouse, but they are changing them in at all the resorts, and it is now an Indian cuisine restaurant. And oh yeah, it was very good. Yeah, we ate a lot of Indian. Yes, we did. It was like I think they brought it all like family style. Family style. Yeah. So Lisa says I think because every night. There was a lot of alcohol involved in the whole entire It's week. all inclusive. It's yes. all inclusive. <laughs> we drank so much. Oh my God. It's I know. embarrassing. Yes. But so, hey, when in Rome. That's right. That's right. Um, that was excellent. We did go back to Zen and we didn't get to do the hibachi tapenaki thing. So if you guys know us and you follow us on our social media, you know that we have our own hibachi table at home, like a literal like a separate room that has like chop chop hibachi table where you can sit around it like you do at like a Yamato's or Miyabi's or Benihana kind of we'll place. Po we'll post pictures of it. Right. So I am always looking for a good like hibachi cooker that does all the tricks. 
And so we were sitting at a table that we, cause we weren't at the hibachi table for this. Cause we missed our reservation the first night for that. And he was doing so many good tricks. I don't know why you're looking. I'm the one that does the tricks. I know, but I've got to learn some of this knife, like chop, chop. And then he was like flipping his um, spatulas around. He's lighting everything on fire. And he was, I mean, it looked like a really good thing. So I would definitely say, definitely try that. And the sushi was really good there. And the just Asian food that we had at Zen was also really good. But highly recommend that chop, chop. Was that all the restaurants? Those are the only ones we made it to. Okay. And so I feel like we just need to go back so we can yeah. go to the rest of them. And if you want to stay in the room, room service was very good. Oh, yeah. our um, The couple that we came with, Brian and BJ, they literally had breakfast sent to the room every single morning. Um, yeah, you can set it up on the first day for yeah. breakfast for the whole week, and it'll be there at the same time. And, it, man, every time it came in, we're like, why didn't we do she that? like a way of us rancheros <laughs> and coffee and fruit and yeah yeah it was really good and all the fruit was super fresh too yes it was excellent yeah so i think we've touched on the food we've well no no we still have one more restaurant that was absolutely incredible so this is like outside of the resort the resort um i wanted to do a something special like uh, one thing i love about Cabo is you can go outside of the resort there. Yes. Right. There's, there's a town there. There's things to do. So it's really cool to get out of there and go exploring. The resort itself is beautiful, but you can go out, which is cool. And the main center of Los Cabos San Lucas is the Marina. And that's, that's their downtown and it's beautiful. And it's, uh, we've been down there a couple times and it's like surrounded by shops and, yeah, and tourist restaurants and, T-shirts and all kinds of things. Yeah, you know you hit tourist town when you see Senor Frogs. Yeah, Senor Frogs. When you see that, you know you're you're you hit the right spot. You're in tourist area. Yes. So that was, um, and we saw that a little bit on our excursions. But on our very last night, I booked a reservation at El Farron. Okay, let's try it again. How do you pronounce it? El Farrayon. El Farrayon. Much better. Okay. See, practicing mi español. Yes. <laughs> so this is a restaurant that is on the side of a cliff overlooking the ocean. And it's part of what? It's part of the Waldorf Astoria. Yes. Beautiful resort. So it's about a 25 minute car ride to there from the resort. And we arrive and the, the valet guy, I guess, meets us there, walks us through this whole like stone like rocks it looked like you were in the middle of of the mountains well you were i mean the the resort is built on the cliffs um like literally into the cliffs it was beautiful what a beautiful resort and then a bunch of the rooms are right on the beach i mean i'm like it looked Would like its own little city on, yeah. on, on, built on a cliff. It was just gorgeous. I think if, if it we reminded are, me of the Amalfi Coast, like it reminded yes. me when we were in Southern Italy, that kind of feel. I think if we ever go back to Cabo or when we go back to Cabo, I wouldn't mind going there for like a day or two. Just, to, I mean, it was so beautiful. Yes, it was. It was very beautiful. So, it I, I did get this reservation, and I had to get it literally. I think like three weeks before we left. I would highly recommend uh, a friend of ours is going to Cabo and he booked now for a month 
from now. And he said he barely got in. To this restaurant? Yes. Yeah. And so we, now there were reservations at a lot of places at nine o'clock at night, which it's fine. It was pretty at nighttime. We got there about, so sunset there was around eight o'clock-ish. Maybe seven thirty-eight. I think it was more like. We got, let's just say we got there about forty-five minutes to an hour before sunset, and it was gorgeous. So we could see the, you know, waves crashing in, and the sun was just starting to set, making that purpley red sky, and it was just gorgeous. And then the sun goes down, and there's, you know, beautiful lighting, and fireworks. Yeah, we need to post some pictures of that. Yes. So that was funny too with the fireworks because the uh, our waiter was pretty funny. He just kept saying, are, "Are you here for any special event?" And we were like, "No, nothing." And he looked at our friend Brian and he goes, "Oh, it's your birthday today." So he just kept going. He just rolled with it. He brought us shots and he's like, "Birthday shots!" And, and then he <laughs> said, "Don't worry, I ordered some fireworks for you." And yeah. Sure enough. Sure enough. There's the, the, the fireworks. fireworks. So yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome. So the way the menu works there, and this is, you know, if you're if you're not a foodie and you're a picky eater, you should know this in advance. Um, you They have different fresh fish every single day. And so when you come in, uh, the waiter will bring a board and you basically choose the fish or protein that you want. So it could be shrimp. It could, I think they had a, did they have a steak? I think they had a steak. Yeah, they had. Uh, they did uh, have a filet. Filet, yeah. And, then, and lobster the, too. And lobster. But the main things were these like uh, I had the sea bass, you had the tuna. I think um, what were some of the? There's two other fish, uh, amberjack and was a red snapper and red snapper. Yeah, yeah. So you chose those, and they they cooked them with just like a butter light sauce, and then all Every, yeah, everyone was pan seared, right? So, yeah, so everyone gets the same appetizer, like a same the same soup, and then they bring appetizers for the table to share. Then you have your entree. And they bring a dessert for the table to share. So the only thing you select is your protein. Yes. That's it. Yep. So, oh, and then the sides. There was like sides that came family style also. Right. And there was four of us. And I think there were six sides. And so, so we, we got just one said, of each. just bring us one of each, which worked out great. Oh, so good. Yes. And I, I think it's probably one of the best fish I ever ate. I, I'll tell you what. Like Lisa said a minute ago, I'm not a big fish person. I'll 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 eat the the white fish. I'm very plain on fish. Fish and chips. Fish and <laughs> chips. But that tuna that we had was incredible. And and our friend Brian loves seafood. He and and even he was blown away by just how it was delicious and prepared perfectly. Yeah, I mean, it was just such. It was the it, I highly recommend if you can do that and it's something you're interested in, do it on your last night before you leave because it was, it sort of was the final last It was the thing. cherry on the... Candy. It was almost like you, you wanted to cry. You didn't want to leave. It was perfect weather. Like the the you got a little mist from the ocean you, as the waves crashed up on there and the sun setting and the fireworks and the amazing food. It was just like, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for really anything more. In my opinion, it was well worth it. And if you're a wine connoisseur, our friend Brian is incredible. Whenever he picks wine, it is the the best wine I've ever had in my life. 
Of course you pay for it. <laughs> yes, yes. He, do, he doesn't mind dropping some change on wine. But I'll tell you what, he was very impressed with the selection of wine that they had. So just keep that in mind. If you're a whiny, go yes. there. Yeah. And just to give you an idea on price, like each entree was about $60. And that included the soup, which was a cucumber gazpacho with like crab and something else in it. And then the um, appetizer was like some kind of ceviche. It was ceviche, the um, uh, croquettes. Oh, yeah. Those were so good. The seafood croquettes. And it was something. They were like little crab cakes. Yeah. Yeah, and one other thing, I can't remember what it I was, know. but it was delicious. We ate it all. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it was a, a good amount of food for $60 a person. But not to the point where you, we did not leave there feeling like, oh my God, we just ate a ton of food. Yeah, yeah, it was just perfect. I mean, really was perfect. So highly, re- highly recommend that. And if you're going to do that, definitely make your reservations way ahead of time. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And try it. If you can make it way ahead of time, you might be able to pick, look at the timing and see when sunset is because that is a sunset spot. Definitely. You want to do like a six thirty, seven o'clock reservation. Well, for sunset sure. changes all the time. Yeah, I guess. Well, so, so figure it out. In the summer. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, so let's talk about our excursions. We did do a couple of excursions. We were supposed to do a snorkeling excursion that got canceled because of the hurricane. Um, so we sort of rescheduled and did a luxury sailing and snorkeling tour one day. Yes. Yeah. And so that was on a sailboat. There was only 12 people. So you can do a luxury um, snorkel cruise on a sailboat or you could do the normal snorkel. I know. Oh, boy. We, yes. we, we saw that boat pull up next to us and we were very happy that we chose the... Yeah, so first off, let's just talk about snorkeling in general. Like, it's not real snorkeling. Like, oh, we're going to, you know, a barrier reef. No, they're just like, throw some chum in the water and everybody go swim around with your masks. But I will give them a little bit of defense that a hurricane had just blown through. So the whole time we were there, the waves were over, I, I kid you not, over 10 feet. Oh, yeah. So as an aside, you don't go in the water on the beach at Cabo anyways, because no, even when the riptides normal conditions, the riptides there are vicious. So you don't, the, it kind of sucks because you got these beautiful beaches, but you really can't swim in them right? or swim at your own risk. But there are a couple beaches that you can go to and swim. But they're um, outside if, the resort. Right. If that's what you want to do, but I'd rather sit at the pool and have a cocktail with an umbrella on it. Yeah. So that um, that sailing and snorkeling thing was about four hours. It was in the marina. It was on a sailboat. It took us by the arches, which is a thing to see in Cabo and get photos of. And then it took us kind of like, I don't know, on about a maybe hour down. down hour sail down, down to where down we're going to the beach. Snorkel. And we did some, I, we just really went swimming. It wasn't really snorkeling. Yeah. Um, we did some swimming and then they had, you know, things to rinse off and drinks were included the whole time. They had beer and vodka and a full open bar. They had whatever you and and the guy served it to us. Yeah, they had snacks and we had a lunch. Yeah, really nice lunch. Ceviche again and um, why, uh, why are we drawing a blank on? That? I don't know. There was like chips and guacamole and lots of it was it was very nice. Um, 
you know, lunch for being on a boat. It wasn't like a little yeah. sandwich wrapped in plastic or anything like that. They served them on these like nice little wooden trays. And so that was enjoyable. They played sort of, you know, more relaxing mix of music between country and some Latin music and yeah. some very kind of universal. Not It wasn't like a big, big party boat, but it was it was fun. Yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it. I I'd rather do a smaller group than what we saw on the other boats. I mean, they they packed thirty people and snorkel, thirty. Yeah. It looked like fifty, 50 people in yeah. the same size boat that we had twelve. Uh, you know, boat, it, boats were bigger. It was bigger. Maybe yeah. a little bit bigger. Yeah. Not much bigger. Trust me. Yeah. So um, that one, I will say, I, I'm gonna give them. A little bit of defense because it it was the hurricane had just come through, but it it was still a little bit of a letdown. You for, weren't. It was not snorkeling. Like it wasn't like oh, I'm gonna go see some fish snorkeling. But it, sure. it was still very rough. So again, I'll give them a little bit of credit. Yeah, great service, great great staff on board. Like all of that was really good. Um, it was part of the excursions that you get through the resort, though, and yeah. we tend to stick to those because they we can pay for them through the resort, and they're sort of like accredited and trusted. That's sort of like our general thing that we do. But like in places like, for example, in like Punta Cana, that's what you want to do. But places like Cat Cabo, you can go outside of the resort and get. You can walk down to the the excursion shop and book it yourself. And yeah. And I would feel totally safe doing that there. But again, through the resort, we have so many credits that we book stuff with our credits. Yeah. And then the other thing we did was the side-by-sides and the camels. <laughs> RZRs and camel ride. That was actually, turned out to be a lot of fun. We um, we went down, we rented some uh, RZRs. The, we those, did pay to upgrade. We did pay to upgrade, which I would highly recommend because the little ones they put you in are no fun. It's like a souped-up golf go-kart. Well, that just also does depends on your experience level and what you're looking for. Like we wanted to go fast and ride in the dunes and go over big bumps and stuff. Upgrade. Trust me, upgrade. <laughs> yeah. You will be bored after the first two minutes. So we lucked out because there was a ton of people there. And they, they offer four different excursions. So they offer the side-by-side. They offer quad rides. They offer camel rides. And then what was the other one? Like zip lining or something? Maybe, yeah. And you can... You can do like a combo package, which is what we did. So we selected the side-by-side RZRs and then a camel ride. So we got there. They checked us in. It was all cool. Again, everywhere we went, the service was spectacular. Even at this excursion place, the guy took care of us. As soon as he found out that we were the four of us were together, he tried to rush us through so that we wouldn't get stuck with anybody else. Because like he told us, I can only go as fast as the slowest person. So he said, do you guys want to go fast? And we're like, yeah, we don't want to go slow. He's like, okay, then let's go. Let's go. Let's get out of here. So kudos to him. That was awesome. Um, So we got on the side by side and we went riding through the trails and up hills and downhills. And then we actually got to go on the beach, which was cool. But then we were like, boom, we hit the camels and we're like, that better not be it for the side by sides. So then we went on the camels. Yeah. So the camels... You know, they're super tall, giant camels. You just get on there. It's kind of like riding a horse, maybe. Uh, no, no, no. I rode a horse for for work. Uh, no. Okay. Camels are like 
<laughs> they're like super sketchy because <laughs> you feel like you're gonna fall with every step yes, that they is take true. until you get the rhythm and then you're okay but they're so riding a horse yes you know people always say oh my legs hurt because i was riding a horse i'm bow-legged because i'm riding a horse okay get on a camel and then talk to me about bow-legged yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I guess. laughs> those bad boys are They're nutcrackers super wide. yeah <laughs> yeah oh god well there was like they basically tie all the camels sort of together in like a circuit line and they one guy like walks you out to the beach to the ocean through the sand and everything and then of course they take tons of pictures of you which they're gonna sell you later um and they tell you not to bring your camera or whatever but in hindsight i have a camera that like my phone camera has a strap on it um it's like a bandolier so i should have taken that with me because i would have been able to get more and it's trust me it's totally up to you they they tell you to leave everything so it doesn't get quote unquote damaged what they want is to damage you at the end by selling you the pictures <laughs> 150 dollars worth of pictures right which we bought they were beautiful pictures you can't get that angle that they're getting them at so i get that but i, I wish we would have taken our phone so we could take some pictures from inside the rzr and yeah and video which we didn't get any video yeah but you know it's all a business they're it's like disney they're just trying to separate you from your money yeah yep yep so those were two excursions that we did, the camel and the four by fours. Yes, but hold on, we didn't finish with the four by fours. So we rode the the side by side to the camels, got on the camels, did a camel ride, and then we got back on the side by sides and we did a much longer loop, oh, which yeah. was really fun. I mean, by that point he knew way down the beach. He knew that we knew what we were doing in the cars, and he was booging, and it was so much fun and we actually went on the beach which was really cool yeah yeah and a good ways down there too yeah 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 that would be a really cool place just to have rzrs if you like lived around there and just go riding it was really cool what else what else did we do we did the excursions excursions, um our great dinners just to kind of talk a little bit about covid we had to have tests to fly back into the united states so the uh, resort provided those. I don't even. Did they charge for those? Even I don't even think. No. They so it was actually that was a, a really smooth transaction. Also, our, we contacted our butler, asked him what we needed to do. He sent us a link. I filled out the link. They sent me an email saying, "Congrats, we got your. This is your confirmation that we got your request for a test." And then they sent us another one saying, "Show up." at this room tomorrow and we'll test you yeah it took like and, five minutes yeah and it's an in- instant test and um that was it now here's the funny part so we did this test we tested negative they sent us a little letter saying that we tested negative um we never showed that to anybody nobody ever asked for it nobody asked for it did you upload it to anything no, on i the had it on my airlines no, i had it on my phone just in case i mean they may send it to somebody because they ask for our flight information, our passport. They they ask for all that information. So maybe they forwarded it, but nobody asked us for it at the airport to fly back into the United States, Yeah, which I will also touch on. Um, because there's not a lot of people traveling right now, the experience going through customs was 
A breeze. A breeze. I mean, it was just like, here's our passports. We don't have anything to declare. Thank you. Have a nice day. And we we're like, seriously, this is like the fastest we've ever gone through. Yeah, we were there really were lucky with that. No lines. And I think a lot of people are starting to use the global entry format. Yeah, I think the TSA pre-check line was longer than the regular check-in at the airport. Yes. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, I think more people are now... It's like, you might as well stand there for a second and see <laughs> which line do I want to go in. Yes. Hey, one thing we didn't talk about was the spa, which I always go to. Um, and we didn't really talk about the resort credits. And so that might be something that... Um, that is a good thing to touch on for people that are either members. Um, and sometimes they say um, limitless resort credits when you book or whatever, they do different promotions. So the resort credits are used sort of like cash. For example, if a massage was going to be $200, you only pay 20% in cash. So it'd be $40 in cash. The rest uses resort credits right so they would take 200 dollar 200 of your resort credits and then you pay 40 in cash correct so and when you're talking about a four-handed massage for 40 bucks no it was 80 dollars okay 80 dollars for a four-handed massage Good and luck. if you haven't had a four-handed massage i highly recommend it it's two people massaging you like in sync i don't know if they practice together <laughs> like their method or whatever but it's like amazing so um i did that my very first day it's super relaxing and then i did another hour massage with a um like a seaweed wrap that was like 110 minutes which was also amazing and then i did a deep tissue on the, i think the last day which was also great all of that was really great they also have a hydrotherapy whole spa thing so it's like a steam room a sauna this ice chips the bucket water the shower water massage the hot tub the cold tub it's not as big as the one in punta cana but it's still really nice but because of covid you had to make a reservation to do that so it wasn't just a free-for-all for yeah covid it I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's a little bit of a pain in the butt. You got to walk around with a mask everywhere. Only when you're not like outside, basically. Outside, you, know, you don't. Anywhere uh, yeah. when you're inside, just walking around, they wanted you to wear a mask. And they were very kind about it because sometimes, you know, if you were drinking or whatever, they didn't say anything. But if you were just randomly walking, you know, they would offer you, you know, oh, do you need a mask? Like kindly, I, you know, offer a mask or ask you to put your mask on. It wasn't. I don't know. I felt like... Yeah, well, it wasn't somebody in your face telling you to wear a mask. Yeah, but it was it was still required, but I don't... I, it didn't... I don't think it made our experience any worse. No, no, no. It was it was, it was was fine. It was fine. I, I didn't mind wearing a mask for the couple minutes that I was walking through the, the lobby. Another thing that I know we've touched, up on, touched on in previous podcasts as, as far as the hard rock... They still have the hard rock cleaning staff or whatever they call them. Safe, safe and sound. Safe and sound. They're, I, I got to give them kudos. Everywhere we looked, somebody was cleaning or disinfecting. Yes. So it, it, that, that was really awesome to see that they're still continuing that. And it just makes you feel better. It, it, yeah. You know, perception is what yeah. it's all about. It's funny because I think to myself, you know, people are like, ah. Oh. Well, they just went away for a whole week to Mexico. They're probably just carrying COVID. And I'm thinking, okay, we've 
been tested more than most people have. We had to test to come back into the United States. We, you know, tested before we, we, we did test before we left just to be on this. Well, we didn't, Brian and BJ did just to be on the safe side because you don't want to get stuck out there with COVID. And they were just feeling a little bit tired out that week. And so they just want to be sure that they were going to be safe um, when they got there. But we had all been vaccinated, but they didn't tell us they didn't make us show any cars or nobody ever one time not, not one, one time, time did anybody ask us if we were vaccinated there flying into mexico they didn't ask us anything flying out of mexico they didn't ask us anything but again i will say that when i went into the united website or the app that i have on my phone they asked for all the information they asked for um whether i had been vaccinated i said yes so i, I think they're taking people on the honor system and maybe pulling some people out of the line and saying, okay, let me see what you've got. Cause I don't know. Besides that, there was nowhere. Yeah. Nobody asked us. We didn't have to prove, show any paperwork. So it was, it was actually a wonderful experience flying in and out. Uh, so I, I think, I think we've really touched on everything. Even checking out was easy. Um, if you have any questions about our, our, our hard rock resort, trips any one of them or interested in going on a hard rock please feel free to reach out to us at rviewpodcast.com or you know email us and and just we're happy to answer any questions you have you can always even call us on the phone yeah let us hook you up i mean 30 percent discount at those places is fantastic and you will get the uh, vip upgrade yeah. which is very nice and I'm telling you, the service at all these places is fantastic. And right now is the time to go because most of these places are like 60% only occupancy. Yeah, the, the Hard Rock and Los Cabos only allowed 60% occupancy. So like Lisa said, it was nice to be at the pool and not have 100 people circling like vultures looking for lounge chairs. If you're looking for vacation, hit us up 30%. Yeah, that's right. So thanks for listening, and uh, our next trip, we're going to maybe probably talk about some tailgating. We've got a lot of tailgating coming up this fall that we're super excited for. We did have our first tailgating, um, the first game of the season. Which we won. Yeah, so we were in the RV, and that felt so good to get back on the road in the RV because we really haven't done much. I don't know if I touched on my mother fell and broke her ankle and... George's mother got a lot of stuff going on. Was, yeah, so we had so much going on. We hadn't used the RV. It was great to get back out there tailgating with our kids at the University of South Carolina. And we're going to tell you all about that and some more tips. Uh, we've got a trip. When's our next other? In October. Fantasy Fest. We're going to be in Fantasy Fest. Can't wait to tell you guys about whatever we can tell you about. Yeah, what happens in Fantasy Fest stays in Fantasy Fest. So Which they're on, canceling some of those things. So I know. I'm starting to get a little worried. Yeah, that's at the end of October. I think we've got a couple home games before that. But if any of you listeners happen to be at the USC game, come look us up at the uh, fairground parking lot. Our RV says RVU podcast right on the windshield. You can't miss it. Come yeah. say hi. And I think we are going to do a podcast live from, well, not live, but we're going to record it live from one of our tailgates, see how that goes. It should be interesting. We could probably do it live. We'll have to figure that out. I'm sure someone, if you know how to do that, hit us up. We need to figure that out. That's scary. But that's what we got going on. We got a lot of tailgating. We got Fantasy Fest coming up. So we promise we're going to put out some fun 
podcasts and uh, more mm-hmm. regularly now that we're traveling again. Yay. Yep. So thanks so much. Don't forget to follow us, like us, share it, do anything you can. Someday I'd love to retire and just be a podcaster and travel around. Can that happen? Yes. And we'd love to meet some of you. And uh, don't forget, seriously, hit us up 30%. <laughs> Tell them. George and Lisa from Our View Podcast. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Our View. Don't forget to drop us a line at rviewpodcast.com. That's the letter R, viewpodcast.com. And like, subscribe, and follow us so you don't miss out on our next adventure. 